church family with you all in the wonderful name of our lord and savior jesus christ amen what a joy it is to meet in this fashion um on a friday um that is historically called good friday um and when you when you know the story of the cross you would wonder what is good about it right um the goodness of friday it is not so much in the fact that we have fun but it is in the fact that what happened on that day changed the course of humanity and and as we sing these songs together what an incentive it should be especially when we're having technical problems <laughs> to memorize these hymns right <laughs> i spoke about um i don't know if i spoke here or somewhere i was about uh, a man um when i was young in fact um the the song that we just sang the old rugged cross was uh, the first ever english hymn i i i, I sang and, and and got to know there was a man um when we were young at a church who was leading worship um he was a blind man and uh, we sang hymns and and at, at that time we used to have not projectors but hymn books and so everyone would have their hymn books and um he would lead the the worship um couldn't see anything and he led word for word and he knew them off by heart and what an what a what a what a motivation it should be right for for all of us to 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 memorize them and in memorizing them meditate on them singing about the old rugged cross singing about seeing the dawn of the darkest day um you know where christ on the road to calvary this morning i want to uh, do something different this is going to be a short uh sermon um but the text is going to be uh, john chapter 18 to john chapter 19 so allow me uh, to uh, read through the story for you um as we as we meditate on it just allow me to think uh, and to bring this before you um the the title of today's sermon from john chapter 18 to chapter 19 is in these three simple words it is finished it is finished john chapter 18 we we are to let scripture shape us and confront us and inform us and in informing us transform us and so here is the word of god for us this morning from john chapter 18 starting with verse 1 i read from the esv when jesus had spoken these words he went out with his disciples across the brook kidron where there was a garden where he and his disciples entered now judas who betrayed him also knew the place for jesus often met them there met there with his disciples so judas having procured a band of soldiers and some officers from the chief priests and the pharisees went there with lanterns and torches and weapons and jesus knowing all that would happen to him came forward and said to them whom do you seek they answered jesus of nazareth jesus said to them 
I am he. Judas who betrayed him was standing with them. When Jesus said to them, I am he, he drew back and fell to the, they drew back and fell to the ground. So he asked them again, whom do you seek? And they said, Jesus of Nazareth. And Jesus uh, answered, I told you that I am he. So if you seek me, let these men go. This was to fulfill the word that he had spoken. Of those you have given me, I have lost none. Then Simon Peter, having a sword, drew it and struck the, 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 the high priest's servant and cut, cut off his right ear. The servant's name was Malchus. So Jesus said to Peter, put your sword in, into its sheath. Should I, shall I not drink the cup that the Father has given me? So, so the band of soldiers and their captain and the officers of the Jews arrested Jesus and bound him. First they led him to Annas, for he was the father-in-law of Caiaphas, who was the high priest that year. It was Caiaphas who had advised the Jews that it would be expedient that one man should die for the people. Simon Peter followed Jesus, so did, so, so did other, uh, another disciple. Since that disciple was known to the high priest, he entered with Jesus into the courtyard of the high priest. But Peter stood outside at the door. So the other disciple who was known to the high priest went out and spoke to the seventh girl who kept watch at the door and brought Peter in. The seventh girl at the door said to Peter, You also are not one of this man's disciples, are you? He said, I am not. Now the seventh uh, and officers had made a charcoal fire because it was cold and they were standing and warming themselves. Peter was also with them, standing and warming himself. The high priest questioned Jesus about his disciples and his teaching. Jesus answered him, I have spoken openly to the world. I have always taught in the synagogues and in the temple where all Jews come together. I have said nothing in secret. Why do you ask me? Ask, uh, uh, ask those who have heard me what I said to them. They know what I said. When he said these things, one of the the, the, the officer standing by struck Jesus with his hand saying is that how you answer the high priest Jesus answered him if what I said is wrong bear witness about the wrong but if what I said is right why do you strike me Annas then sent him bound to Caiaphas the high priest now Simon Peter was standing and warming himself they, they said to him you also are one are, are, are not one of the disciples are you he denied it again and said i am not one of the servants of the high priest the relative of the man whose ear peter had cut off asked did i not see you in the garden with him peter denied it and at once the rooster crowed then they led jesus from the house of caiaphas to the governor's headquarters it was early morning they themselves did not enter the governor's headquarters so that they would not be defiled but could eat the passover so 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 Pilate went outside to them and said what accusation do you bring against this man they said to him if this man were not doing evil we would not have delivered him over to you Pilate said to them take him yourselves and judge him by your own law the Jews said to him it is not lawful for us to put anyone to death this was to fulfill the word that Jesus had spoken 
to show by what kind of death he was going to die. So Pilate entered his headquarters again and, and, and called Jesus and said to him, Are you the king of the Jews? Jesus answered, Do you say this of your own accord or you, did others say it to you about me? Pilate answered, Am I a Jew? Your own nation and the chief priest that delivered you over to me. What have you done? Jesus answered, My kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, my servants would have been fighting that I, may, I might not be delivered over to the Jews, but my kingdom is not from this world. Then Pilate said to him, So you are a king, Jesus said, answered, You say that I'm a king. For this purpose I was born, and for this purpose I've come into the world, to bear witness to the truth. Everyone who is of the truth listens to my voice. Pilate said to him, what is truth after he said he had said this he went back outside to the jews and told them i find no guilt in the, in him but for uh, but you have a custom that i should release one man for you at the passover so you so do you want me to release to you the king of the jews they tried out again not this man but barabbas now barabbas was a robber chapter 19 then, then Pilate took Jesus and flogged him, flogged him. And the, the, the soldiers twisted together a crown of thorns and put it on his head and arrayed him in a purple robe. They came up to him saying, Hail, King of the Jews! And struck him with their hands. Pilate went out again and said to them, See, I am bringing, bringing him out to you that you may know that I find no guilt in him. So Jesus came out wearing the crown of thorns and, a, and the purple robe. Pilate said to them, Behold the man. When the chief priests and the officers saw him, they cried out, Crucify him! Crucify him! Pilate said to them, Take him yourselves and crucify him, for I find no guilt in him. The Jews answered, We have, no, we have a law, and according to that law, he ought to die because he has made himself the Son of God. When Pilate heard the statement, he was even more afraid. He entered his headquarters again and said to Jesus, where are you from? But Jesus gave him no answer. So Pilate said to him, You will not speak to me? Do you not know that I have authority to release you? And authority to crucify you? Jesus answered him, You would have no authority over me at all unless it had been given to you from above. Therefore, he, he who delivered me over to you has greater sin. From then, from then on, Pilate sought to release him, but the Jews cried out, If you release this man, you are not Caesar's friend. Everyone who makes himself a king opposes Caesar. So when Pilate heard these words, he brought Jesus out and sat down on the judgment seat at the place called the Stone Pavement, in Aramaic called Gabbatha. Now it was the day of the preparation of the Passover. It was the sixth hour. He said to, to the Jews, Behold, your king they cried out away with him away with him crucify him Pilate said to them shall I crucify your king the priest answered the chief priest answered we have no king but Caesar so he delivered him over to be crucified so they took Jesus and he went out bearing his own cross to the place called the place of a skull which in Aramaic is called Golgotha 
then they crucified him and with him two others one on either side and Jesus between them Pilate also wrote an inscription and put it on the cross it read Jesus of Nazareth King of the Jews many of the priests read this inscription for the place where Jesus was crucified was near the city and it was written in Aramaic in Latin and in Greek so the chief priest of the Jews uh, said to Pilate do not write king of the, the king of the Jews but rather this man said I am king of the Jews Pilate answered what I have written I have written then the uh, soldiers had crucified Jesus they took his garments and divided them into four parts one part for each soldier soldier also his tunic but the tunic was seamless woven in one piece from top to bottom so they said to one another let us not tear it but cast lot for it and see who, who whose it will be this was to fulfill the scripture which says they divided my garments among them and for my clothing they cast lots so the soldiers did these things but standing by the cross of, of Jesus where his mother and his mother's sister Mary the mother the, the wife of Clopas and Mary Magdalene when Jesus saw his mother and the disciples whom he loved standing by he said to his mother woman behold your son then he said to the disciples to the disciple behold your mother and from that hour the disciple took her to his own home after this Jesus knowing that all was now finished he said to fulfill the scripture I thirst a jar full of sour wine stood there so they put a sponge full of the sour wine on a high soap branch and held it to his mouth when Jesus had received the sour wine he said it is finished and he bowed his head and gave up his spirit since it was the day of preparation so that the bodies would not remain on the cross on the Sabbath for the Sabbath was a high day so the Jews asked Pilate that their legs might be broken and that they might be taken away so the soldiers came and broke the legs of the first and of the other who had been crucified with him but when they came to Jesus and saw that he had already he was already dead they did not break his legs but one of the soldiers pierced his side with a spear and at once there came out blood and water he who saw it has borne witness his testimony is true and he knows that he's telling the truth that you also may believe for these things took place that the scripture might be fulfilled not one of his bones will be broken and again scripture says they look on him whom they have pierced after these things Joseph of Arimathea, Arimathea who was a disciple of Jesus but secretly for fear of the Jews asked Pilate that he might take away the body of Jesus and Pilate gave him permission so he came and took away his body Nicodemus also who uh, earlier had come to Jesus by night came bringing a mixture of meal and aloes about 75 pounds in weight so they took the body of Jesus and bound it in linen cloth with the spices as is the burial custom of the Jews now in the place where he was crucified there was a garden and in the garden a new tomb in which no one had been had yet been laid so because of the Jewish day of preparation since the tomb was closed at hand they laid Jesus there this is God's word
Amen. Let us pray. Lord, we pray that our hearts will be drawn to you as we meditate about uh, upon this incredible, amazing um, sacrifice that you made on our behalf for our redemption and the glory of the Father. We pray that your name will be blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, we have taken that time, which I think was very important. We heard about, we uh, spent time singing about, and, 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 and just, just, just meditating on the road to Calvary. And it's important to take time to walk through this narrative as we have just done. And as you think about this day, and as you employ the powers of your imagination, you will realize that this was a dark day, wasn't it? Mark and Luke even record a three-hour period of darkness following Jesus' death. We, we, we can almost feel the weight of darkness here. And how should we respond to what we have just had and experienced? How would we, how should we respond to the crucifixion of Jesus Christ that, uh, and all that leads up to it? How, 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 what should be an appropriate response to that? If you're like me, there are two responses that tend to rise to the surface. The, the, the first is to read this story and feel sorrow for Jesus' suffering. The, the, the second is to feel sorrow for your sin. These responses are appropriate. But but I, I want to bring it to you this morning that they are incomplete. I, I think there are two main threads running through chapter 18 and chapter 19 of John that directly inform these responses and help to complete them. I want to draw your attention to these two threads and I hope they will uh, be helpful to you as you process the road to Calvary. For first of all, I want you to see as we read the story, as we employed the, 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 the powers of our imagination to imagine as if we were uh, uh, you know, standing by and watching all the events unfolding. Uh, the first thing that we, 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 we need to see uh, about this event that is happening is that Jesus' crucifixion shows that he is the sovereign king. Jesus' crucifixion shows that he is the sovereign king. Uh, the, 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 let me just explain that term sovereign, and we, we have explained it, but, but, but sovereign means that he is in control of everything, right? He is the ultimate king, and there is no king like him. You will notice as we read in chapter 18, right, there is this issue about him being king and Pilate even ends up writing uh, that he is the king of the Jews. I wrote what I wrote. Right? John goes to great length throughout his gospel to show the sovereignty of God in all things and especially in these two chapters he shows God's sovereignty at the cross. That he was not helpless. He had not lost all power. He was not at the mercy of those who were crucifying him. He, even on the cross, was still sovereign and in control. He was on the cross. The cross was 
holding him up but he was upholding the world with the power of his word every atom everything held together because he wanted it to be held together as the narrative opens we are told that Jesus knows his time that his time has now come therefore he willingly submits remember to the band of soldiers that Judas arranged to to capture him they 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 they, they, they came with lanterns torches and, and and weapons but Jesus goes without a fight he willingly comes forward but I want you to see something that is quite strange and something that should have kind of uh, um, in their minds that we are not dealing with no ordinary man here. Well, when they come and he asks them, whom do you seek? What do they say? We seek Jesus of Nazareth. And he says, I am he. he. He speaks with the authority of the Godhead. And what happens? They bow. <laughs> At that particular moment, brothers and sisters, they should have realized that we're not dealing with no ordinary human being here. We, we're not dealing with just a, a nobody. Remember, these people have done this before. The, the, the cross does not start with Jesus. The, 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 the punishment of the cross does not start with Jesus. Jesus is not the first individual to be crucified. It is not starting with him. They've done it before. But as they come to him, as they, uh, they, they, they seek him and they inquire uh, of, of, of his whereabouts and he says, I am he, his authority is revealed in them bowing. It is like, um, you know that thing they, they do at the doctors, they hit you with something like a hammer and your, 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 your foot um, just, just goes uh, without you making it go like that they, 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 they were like that it was something that they could not control when they heard I am he they just had to bow I want to ask you brothers and sisters are you bowing to him does your life reflect that you are bowing to our Lord the, the way you live can, can we look at you and say now this is a, a, a person who has bowed to him. When Peter tries to make a fight, tries to rescue Jesus, how ridiculous, John chapter 18. But I mean, it's, I would think it's normal for Peter to do that, but he had to see Jesus in verse 11 of chapter 18, says to Peter, shall I not drink the cup that the Father has given me? He was in complete control of the situation. We hear six times in these two chapters that what is taking place is to fulfill the scriptures according to God's sovereign plan. Everything happened exactly as it was said to be, to, to, to be going to happen. That doesn't make sense. But it, uh, uh, it happened as it was predicted to happen in the future. It made uh, it happened like that. He is in control. He is the Christ. He is the Son of God. And his death on the cross was no accident. Jesus is not a victim here. He is a volunteer. The cross is the fulfillment of God's plan in redemption. 
And that, that is why the climax of this passage is in verse 28 when Jesus says, It is finished. This could be translated, It is fulfilled or It is finally accomplished. It was planned from the beginning. It was God's sovereign plan to bring salvation to his people. This, was a, this wasn't a senseless act of violence. God was reconciling all things to himself in Christ Jesus. There's so much irony in the trial and crucifixion of Jesus. Pilate repeatedly refers to Jesus as king of the Jews. The soldiers crown him but with the crown of thorns. They put a purple robe on him and hail him as king. A sign on the cross that Jesus is crucified on reads, Jesus of Nazareth, king of the Jews. All these things are, are done as an insult or mockery, but the irony is found in the fact that he's actually the sovereign king. Granted, his kingdom is not of this world, but... He is King of Kings. He is Lord of Lords. Pilate here, Pilate here claims to have the authority to release Jesus or crucify him. But in fact, as Jesus says to him in verse 11 of chapter 19, Pilate would have no authority over Jesus at all. Because unless it, has, it had been given to him from above. Yes. Jesus' suffering was intense and significant and it is appropriate for us to experience sorrow because of his unjust suffering. But we must also remember that all of, it, all of this was according to God's sovereign plan to bring salvation to his people. Jesus wasn't a victim in the, in the wrong place at the wrong time. Something much, much bigger was going on in that moment that anyone involved could have planned. Jesus is a sovereign king and his cross is purposeful. It is powerful. We sing about the power of the cross. Right? Where son of God slain for us. And that brings us to the second main thread that I see in John 18 and 19. First we see that Jesus' crucifixion shows that he is a sovereign king. Secondly, we see that Jesus' crucifixion is a substitutionary sacrifice. I hope uh, that makes sense. Substitution means that Jesus substituted himself for us. Right? He, he, he came in our place when we deserve the wrath of God, when we deserve death. He came and took it all for us. He came in our place and took that judgment for us and bore the wrath for us and, and, and took the, the anger of God, the full anger of God upon himself. He became a substitution. A substitution in the Old Testament, the substitutionary atonement was when the worshiper would come in the presence of God and would, would recognize that he is a sinner uh, and, and he deserves to die but he did not want to die and so he begged God for mercy and God put in place a system in which they could bring animals where the animal will be the substitute 
and would die in the place of the sinner. Jesus Christ comes and he becomes the perfect Lamb of God. He takes away the sin of the world. He comes and he becomes a perfect substitution. When you look at when we look at the cross, a natural response is always to feel sorrow for our sin. And like I said, it is appropriate to mourn for our sin. We should mourn for our sin. But while it is appropriate, it is not, in, it is not complete. For, for in John chapter 18 and 19, we learn that Jesus' death is for our sin. Right? In John chapter 18 and 19, it is clear that the innocent one is being punished so that the three guilty can go free. Those who are, who are guilty, those who are guilty can go free. Or, or in other words, the crucifixion is by its very nature substitutionary. Right? This theme is emphasized over and over in these two chapters. After Jesus is arrested, he is brought before Caiaphas, and we are reminded of his advice. Remember uh, Caiaphas' advice to the Jews from chapter 11? In, in, it is repeated in chapter 18, verse 14, that it would be expedient that one man should die for the people. In other words, Jesus would give his life for the lives of his people. Then we see the denial of Peter starkly contrasted with the resolute faithfulness and obedience of Jesus. He is resolute. He is faithful. He is not turning back. He, 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 he is determined to do this. Jesus offers his righteousness in place of our sinfulness. Isn't that what the Bible says? Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21. He made him who knew no sin to be sin on our behalf so that we may be the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. His righteousness for our sin. Jesus comes in our place. We also see Pilate declare that he finds no guilt in Jesus more than once and seeks to release him. If you read this in parallel with the Old Testament, you'll notice that Pilate here is playing the role of the high priest. The, the role of the high priest was when the worshipper would come with an animal as a substitute for their, for their, for their guilt and their sin. As they bring the animal, the high priest will inspect the animal to see if, they, if it had any spot and blemishes. And if, if it had any spot and blemish, it couldn't be taken as a substitution. So Pilate here is not realizing that he's playing a very important role as he is inspecting Jesus, as he is conversing with Jesus, and he sees that this man, there's no reason for him to be crucified. There's no reason for him to die. There's no reason for you to bring him in this way. I find no fault in this man. He is the perfect Spotless Lamb of God. Amazing, isn't it? He finds no guilt in him and wants to release him. Then we see the great exchange. It's just amazing. The great exchange of a guilt, a guilty insurrectionist, a murderer, a murderer, Barnabas, 
released in the place of the innocent Jesus. Imagine this, brothers and sisters. Can't you see the substitution here? Can't you see what God is doing? What, what God is demonstrating and showing? A murderer, an insurrectionist, someone who does not care about people, who can kill someone at, at, at will, uh, is, is exchanged for Jesus. this place as, as this is happening this is remember during the Passover which is completely bound up in the in, in substitutionary sacrifice at Passover a spotless lamb dies in the place of the guilty people the lamb's blood is, is spilled to cover or to atone for sin all of this points to the climax of these chapters, the cross of Christ. As Jesus is hanging on the cross, moments before declaring it is finished, he's given a drink of sour wine. Earlier he says he must drink the cup the Father gave him. This is all symbolic of the fact that Jesus bore the wrath of God. In our place, condemned he stood. Yes, our guilt is great. We are as guilty as any of the other parties involved in the death of Jesus. When you think about your sin, the depth of it, I want you to, to think about it and not be in despair, but think as we sing that song, His mercy is more. There is more mercy that is enough for a sinner in the pinky of God to forgive an ocean of sin. God is the God of mercy and we see it here displayed in the fact that Jesus willingly submits and drinks to the last drop the wrath of God. When I was um, young, we used to have these uh, mixtures when we were sick. And there was this one, Marike Lingani. I don't know it, 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 in, in English, but it, it's, it's bitter. It's, it's bitter. Uh, people were drinking it during that COVID time. It is bitter. And as you drink, you just can't wait to stop and you never finish it. You always leave something and you say, it's enough. Jesus had to drink the full wrath, the cup that is full, and it was overflowing of because of our sin. And he had to take that cup and drink it to the last drop, and he did it. His mercy is more, isn't it, brothers and sisters? The, the symbolism is no is not for any it, it, it has great great purpose it, it has great purpose here and as we mourn for this our sin we must also remember that Jesus died for a specific reason he died for our sin his crucifixion serves as um, 
by substitution for us. He became sin for us. He bore the wrath of God for us. We stand forgiven at the cross. That is why they call it Good Friday. Full atonement. And can it be? Right? Can it be? We ask ourselves those questions. We sing, Hallelujah, what a Savior. We sing, This is the power of the cross. We sing about that old rugged cross that we will cherish. We sing about the fact that we are thankful for the cross. As as we will sing together once again. I want us to sing it as if it is the first time singing. What Jesus Christ has done in our lives. It is appropriate to feel sorrow for the fact that the innocent one was cruelly punished and, and suffered. But we must also remember that it was according to God's definite plan that he was delivered up to be crucified. God is sovereign. It is appropriate to feel sorrow for our sin, but we must remember that his crucifixion is a, is a substitution for our sin. That the specific response called for in these two chapters is the same as the response called for in the entire book of John. We are told in chapter 19, verse 35, that Jesus is John's witness um, of the crucifixion was given so that we may believe. right? And we know elsewhere that by believing, we have life in his name we have life in him and if we believe then our name is written in his wounds and through his suffering we are free if we believe then death is christ to death life is ours to live all of this is worn through the selfless love of christ and his powerful cross if we believe we know his mercy is more though our sins are many his mercy is more if we believe we know that the power of the cross defeats our sin if we believe we know that he is the one who draws us to himself do you believe brothers and sisters if you have yet to believe the good news that Christ died for our sins according to God's sovereign plan I invite you to believe now if you have placed your trust in Christ continue to believe in him continue to rejoice in him rejoice in what he has done and may your hope be built on nothing less but uh, than Jesus Christ uh, blood and righteousness there is nothing else that gives hope to the world brothers and sisters than the fact that Jesus Christ came willingly died on the cross he was buried and he rose again you see brothers and sisters uh, uh, the, 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 the darkness of Friday is lined it has a silver lining of the resurrection on Sunday Friday might be a day of sorrow when they saw the Lord crucified when they thought all hope is lost and and as they were walking on the road to Emmaus and Jesus appeared to them, they were not even thinking about his appearance. They were just, just sorrowful, dejected, discouraged. And Jesus comes and says, what are you guys talking about? And they say, where are you from? Where are you from? 
Don't you know the events that have happened these past few days? Don't you know what has happened? And, and Jesus opens up the scriptures and he reminds the brothers and sisters that this was supposed to happen according to the scriptures. And do you see? Do you see what, what John is doing? John is telling us that these events happened. Six times. So that it might be fulfilled. His death, brothers and sisters, was not a mistake. The, 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 the law obviously was unjust at that time. It crucified the wrong man. It crucified a man who had no fault. It released a man who was a murderer and an insurrectionist. Should we not see how that is actually a demonstration that Jesus took our place, bore the life, and because of that, we stand forgiven at the cross. Amen. Let's pray. Uh, dear Heavenly Father, Lord and God, we thank you. Thank you for the cross. There's not much to say but to thank you. To stand and marvel at what you have done for us. May your name be glorified. In Jesus' name, amen.